0: Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Did you know that there are two fundamental coordinates to which the illusion uh, that we call our reality are anchored? Without the building blocks of space and time, we would not be able to experience the illusion collectively. The more you understand these two coordinates, and the more you can remain present in what I call the zero point of space and time, the more your physical reality changes for the better. We've done a number of episodes of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies on time, so today we're discussing space, what it means to be spatially aware, how that helps us be in the zero point of space and time, what happens when we're not in it, and what the potential is if we are. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode, the group frequency calibration at the end is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. So let's get going.
1: So, Karen, before we dive really deep into this, Mm -hmm. let's just back up and start with what do you mean by the illusion? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So the illusion to me is the construct of the reality. So what we consider to be a physical reality is what I consider to be the illusion. (laughs) Because, um, as you know from your favorite episode, 97, (laughs) how our reality is rendered is that... um, from my perspective, you have your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you, and it projects like a hologram, a rendering of your physical body in the center. Your brain is the thing which projects the reality. Right, It takes in that information, mm-hmm. projects in a reality around you. Your pineal gland is like the lens of that camera. Okay, So the reality is just basically a construct that um and we all remember the movie the matrix It's kind of it's not that sinister or dark mm. but it's it's like that in the sense that it is a hologram that you mm. are running we have a, a a foundation of the illusion that we're going to talk about in a minute is a construct that we all agree to be in together collectively it's like what makes you and i agree that this is a room that we're sitting in and this painting is here and this flowers are here and whatever there's certain rules to the illusion that allow us to interact with it
1: Collectively, you know, yes. together, okay. you know? That you're saying we agreed as a spirit when yeah. we embodied.
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay. So what's it's what makes the illusion works work for all these for separate, every- yeah, every separate little being yes. that's individuated and embodied, okay. right? That's how we create it so that we can play in the illusion together. If okay,
1: that makes sense.
0: okay. Yeah, so okay. that's the illusion. Okay.
1: Yeah. And what is it the the
0: foundation uh, yeah the foundation of illusion okay okay so the foundation of the reality is the coordinate of space and time okay great yeah and we've talked about time before you and i and in a number of episodes actually we've talked about number 80 is about time we've talked about what is the new frequency resonance of time we've talked about the new consciousness all those things have time in them which is important to understand we've never talked about space so I thought it's important to know this. because Why? Because in order to truly master the reality, to be able to create, co-create effectively as a sovereign being, you need to master space and time. Because that is those are the two coordinates upon which the entire reality rests. Is that because it's the present moment? The present moment of linear time is the zero point of time. And that's what allows us to access the eternal now and the infinite of spirit. Okay. Um, So why are we talking about these two things? Because it's at the nexus of the cross-section between space and time. That's where we're the most empowered. Okay. That's where we can most um, effectively co-create our reality. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because that's the point upon which the entire illusion sits. So if you sit right in the center of it, it gets, it it allows you to co-create more effectively. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. You're just like right in that sweet spot. Mm. where it becomes more effortless to co-create okay okay that's good enough yeah so um space and w- how we're talking about space in this particular thing is about the coordinate of space because remember it's this nexus point of space and time yeah okay so when i talk about space I'm talking about the zero point of space, just like we talked about the zero point of time, like right where they intersect, right? So the zero point of time, present moment linear time, the zero point of space, so that's physically located, right? That's when, if you've done any of my GFCs, I'll talk about the midpoint in the center of your solar plexus, which Mm -hmm. is between your belly button and the base of your sternum. Okay, why do you care about that? Mm -hmm. Because it's the very center of the rendering right? So the spirit body renders your physical body, the very center of your physical body is right here. Mm -hmm. So that is the zero point of space. You'd be surprised how many people are not aware or are not centered in their body. They're floating off somewhere, Mm. right? So they're, um, they don't like being in their body, so they're not very present. Yeah. Um, they can time distort, so they're either always, you know, in the future, in the past that takes them out of their center of their body, you know, because yeah. they're in their heads at this yeah. point now, right? right. They're worried, right. they're not in their thinking, they're thinking, they're not embodying Embodied. their bodies in like a centered way. Yeah. It can make people very, it sounds like, well, well, who cares? If you're not centered in your body, a lot of things can happen that are not great you can be really klutzy, right? Because you're not centered in your body. Like you're oh, up yeah. floating out. of yourself. You're so tripping, all, you're the tripping time. all the time. You bump into accidents. things, you yeah. get into car accidents. It's surprising yeah. how many people like smack you into things because they're really not centered in their bodies. Wow. It can also be that mm-hmm. if you're not centered in your body. So it's funny, um, I've, people, I've, I've worked on people where they've had pain for years. Years. And what happens is they're not centered in their bodies appropriately around the zero point. And all I have to do is adjust them. So it's almost like these two planes of the body, the right and the left, they're like off like this. Yeah. All I have to do is do this, and they're centered, and the pain dissolves. And they're like, what the hell did you just do? And I'm like, all I did was this. Yeah. And they're and to tell their body, this is this is zero. Wow. This is zero. You're so it's a simple centered.
1: thing, but it can make a huge, huge difference.
0: difference yeah. So all of a sudden, like back pain disappears, hip things disappear, right? This feeling of like not quite right. Oh, There's yeah. nothing physically wrong. I yeah. mean, they've had all the x-rays. They've had all the MRIs oh, that's a big and then one. whatever. That's
1: a big one. I even see in my practice. Just, like, yeah. They've been to the Western doctor and that something's not right on what, for whatever specific thing. Yeah, can't figure it out. Yeah, yeah. So s-
0: yeah, so spatial like where how you are in space makes a difference. The more um, also for people, um, they'll notice um, that people bully them a lot because they don't have a lot of authority because they're not centered in their bodies. Uh-huh. They don't occupy this space with authority. Like, this is my space. So people will, like, push into them, like, run into them, like, literally wow. run into them as if they're not there. People will, um, they don't have a lot of authority, so people will bully them, like I said, yeah. or try to, like, force their will on them. And people are like, well, I'm, I'm here. Like, what's mm-hmm. the problem? Mm-hmm. It's because you, literally you're not centered in, in mm-hmm. the body. Okay. And so um, a lot of times when um, I talk about spatial referencing, I'll say, will triangulate at the beginning of every GSE, right? Why are you doing that? It's to bring you into awareness of where you are in space.
1: Mm.
0: Okay, so you know, like, okay, like you're using something animate, like this chair, Mm -hmm. that desk, that wall, right? And then you're like, okay, now I somehow am more aware of where I am. Mm -hmm. It just gives you like a reference point to your own center. Your own physical body, your own center. And that pulls you more into the zero point, of space mm. which is one of the like i said space time right right so the more centered you are in space or in the zero point of space which means centered in your body yeah the more able you are to hold your space this is something we did an entire episode on yes if you are not centered in your body it's really hard to hold your space because you don't know where the hell your space is right wow. right i mean yes. like how do you know when people are coming in you don't actually yep at all. (laughs) It's because, because you're not centered, like, where's your Like, where are you? Right. So you have to be centered in your body, spatially referenced, meaning aware of like where you are so that people, you can hold your space better. Mm
1: -hmm. I mean, you have
0: a sense of your own boundary.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's really super important. Okay. And so is this something that you can kind of maintain all day or does it, Is it normal to go in and out of it? Yeah,
0: so I think it depends on who you are. Okay. So when you first start, it's hard to sustain it, actually, because you're just trying to deal with your distortions, right? You're just like, get the distortions out, right? So you're just like, whatever. So you triangulate because it's part of the meditation. You don't really understand why you're doing it, but you do it because that's what I'm guiding. So you're like, okay, whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's actually really important because when you're centered in the body, it's actually easier to release distortion pattern. Okay? Okay. Okay. It's just easier to do that because, again, the center point of space and time is like the center point of the entire illusion, right? It's the middle. So all the illusion, if you can imagine, emanates around it. So if you can be in the center, it gives you more um, influence, more efficiently over the illusion around you. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. If you yourself are in the zero. So um, the reason... Uh, I, I suggest that at the beginning or guide the people through that is because then they can release distortion. So at the beginning, it's hard, right? Cause all you're doing is like trying to like manage the release. And it's a very, for a lot of people when they start, it's, it's a lot, right? You're detoxing a lot. Yeah. It's and a, it's new. And it's new. And you're yeah. like, I don't even know what the hell I'm supposed to be feeling. Again, yeah. All this sort of stuff happens. So you will slip in and out of it. Okay. And what will happen is that the high, more distortion pattern you release the higher your resonance becomes, the more refined you become in terms of where you are in the zero point. You start to sense it. Mm-hmm. So when you fall out of the zero, it will not feel good to you. Mm-hmm. You'll start to feel scattered, off-center. You'll feel like people pushing into you a little bit more, and you're like, whoa, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Do you know, any? you start to feel a little bit more like wobbly. That's the best way. And you just, it's like hard to like regain back into that center point Mm -hmm. if you've come out of it and then you recognize, I don't really like being out of it very much. Right. And so Mm -hmm. you'll do what you can to be mindful and stay into it, stay in it. And if you fall out of it, you're like, okay, what do I need to do to get back in?
1: Yeah. And that's kind of my question. Yeah. What do you need to do to get get back in? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And to stay in, to stay in.
0: So the thing is awareness of the body. Now it sounds really simple, but honestly it's, um, it's, it's simple to say. And if you do it for like the single moment, then of course it's easy. Yeah. You just like become aware of your body and come into it. It's easy. It is easy. But
1: more than a moment.
0: Yeah. It's the practice of it, right? It's the awareness and the practice and all that sort of stuff. So it's to be aware of that. Um, so I will use movement or breath, or something to bring you into the body, yeah, right? Yeah, perfect. Yoga, so, huge. yoga, yoga is huge. Yeah. Uh, high intensity, what is it, H-I-I-T, like Hit, I, high, high intensity, intensity interval, interval training. training. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. Yeah. Like
1: things, oh, like, things like this. things that kind of get your mind present. It's almost like, okay, so here's a question. Mm-hmm. If you're present in time... Mm-hmm. It allows you to be easier. It's yes. easier to get you present. It's in it's space. space,
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or, or the zero point of space. Yes. Yes. And so okay. the more you're in your body, the easier it is to come into the, right. the present moment of linear yeah. time. Yeah, because
1: if anyone listening can think of like when they've like, whatever, ran a marathon, or maybe yeah. haven't ran a, a marathon, marathon but, but ran a mile, or yeah. done something very like exhausting. exhausting. Yeah you're just present. Yes. You're just, Yeah. you're, you're just, not worrying about this or that no. or thinking about it, whatever. Yeah. And thinking, so you're very present, yeah. which means you're easy. it's easier, easier to access.
0: access. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why they, it's the crosshairs of yeah. time and space. Okay. Okay. So as you say, when you're exerting like that, you're very aware of your body. You're not really thinking about anything else. You're just thinking like, like, am I going to make it to the end? Yeah. Yes. Really? I mean, if you're exerting really hard yeah. and then, because of that you're very present in time because all you're in is in the present moment you're not thinking about anything else you're just there in it so um and a lot of people you can use breath work for this this is another uh, pathway to being Mm -hmm. um to gaining um because why because the the breath especially if you're breathing in certain patterns right there's whole different ways of doing this right Mm -hmm. there's all these traditions of breath work Mm -hmm. right from yoga the yogi tradition has been doing like Kabbalah Bhati, and all these different yeah. things, right? Yeah, breath, breath. and, and yeah. all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, lion breath, and oh, anyway, there are oh, all yeah. these different lion. kinds yeah. of breath, right? <laughs> to, like, get you to to amp up your bioenergy and to bring you into more presence, etc. cetera. Yeah. You know, Wim Hof has his method. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. there's whole, all these methods. So breath work, why is it so important? Because it bridges, it brings you present in the body, right? right? You're very centered. Like, if you're really doing it, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It makes, it's the same thing as exerting, right? Yeah. You're now very focused just on your breath, there's nothing else that you're paying attention to, and you're very aware of your body because you're breathing. Because you're using your your body. body. Exactly, exactly, And, and the nice thing about breath work is because of the pattern or the sequence or whatever it is you're doing, you can um, start to bridge into because it will boost your um, life force mm. and it will plump it up and it will start to be able to access, especially if you're super present, you can like push your resonance up into the like these moments of into the eternal now, mm. right? So if you're doing a lot of breath work, people will start to like journey and stuff like that, yeah. right? They're not taking anything. They're just using their breath. Mm. Why? Because when they're so present Centered in the body in the present moment of linear time and their resonance is going up. They bridge into the eternal now. And that's when you have those experiences that are more expansive, Mm. you know, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. So that's why breath work is really great. So you can use, I always say the body is one of your most spectacular tools and it's underused for spirit practice. Mm. Right. So the body, again, it's about centeredness in the body. right? Right. So it's to use that as a tool. Now, a lot of people... Um, have challenge with being in the body centered in the body right because yeah. they've had trauma or yeah. they associate it with pain yeah. or they have things that come into them and they don't like it so they exit out of them whether yeah. it's other people pushing oh, into like their space yeah, yeah exactly or entities or dead oh, people sure. or whatever it is so of course they don't want to be present in their body because it sucks it feels not
1: good. even if they unconsciously do that yeah right. exactly
0: yeah. yeah they just associate mm-hmm. so um with the frequency work, you can clear all that stuff, so you can come in to settle into the body in a way that feels good. And what do I mean by settle into? Some people, if have, have you've noticed, like they have to do a lot of stuff to like relax, like yeah. even just relax in their body. Yeah. They have to do like really hard workouts, or they have to do like really hard yoga, and even then, it's like they have to like to you know become still in the body. It's really challenging. Mm. Why? It's because they have all these distortions around not being able to be comfortable or at ease in the body because of all these other different things, you release those distortion patterns. Mm. People can like settle in. Mm. Have you seen that in your mm-hmm. work? Yeah, wow. totally. Like yeah. people like they'll say like, yeah, I mean, I, it's crazy. Like to get myself to be still, I have to do a lot. And even then it's like, I really have to like work at it. But if you release the distortion, they're like, oh my God, it's so much easier. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. because you're not resisting your body. Ah, you can come into it. Okay. So um, it's not just you. I mean, I mean, it is you in the sense that it's your distortion patterns, mm-hmm. but it's not like you being lame or like weak. It's just like, sometimes you're running these patterns, which help mm-hmm. prevent you from, you know, really being able to be still in the body centered, feel comfortable yeah. at ease. So I think we've talked about this
1: before too. Like Mm -hmm. if you're, you know, working all day, maybe Mm -hmm. you don't have time to go run or do hit classes, Yeah. but you can still be, you can, while you're waiting in line, while you're driving, right? Like it's just something you can always come back to. Yeah. And maybe when you notice you're triggered by something or off your center, Mm -hmm. that's like a red flag to, oh, let me come back into space and time. time. Yeah, Yeah. exactly.
0: And um, we're actually giving uh, a GFC called, um, centering into the zero point okay which is very specifically to help you bring you into the zero point of space and time a lot of things can go wrong when we're not centered in like it's, it's more than feeling off-center okay. it's like people who have a lot of anxiety yeah. the reason they have a lot of anxiety is because literally they're not in the zero point of space and time they're like way out so that means uh-huh. that when they render they're not rendering around the center. They're rendering off, off center, off center. and yeah. the more off center you go, yeah. the worse and worse it becomes. The heavier the depression, the more the anxiety, hmm. the more suicidal or dark thoughts like possession can start to happen. Okay. Like and some people start to render like really far off center, and it's hard. Like you have to like pull them back in. Do
1: you ever have people that are in centered, centered in space, but completely not in time, or is it typically you're, you're both or none?
0: Yeah. Of like, that's a really fantastic question. So most people are off both, okay, more than not. Sometimes it's funny. They'll be um, uh, the thing that slips. Actually, both slip. But have I seen your question was Have you seen anybody who is centered in yeah, their body I mean, but out of yeah, time? Yeah, like
1: some people are really embodied, but they're ahead of time. Time, yeah, that
0: can happen. But it maybe a little less, less rare. Yeah, it's more rare. Or more. It's, rare, yeah. it's more like um, uh, sometimes what they'll be is. Um, you know, they're tied. They're really, really tied together. And I hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah. No, it was a great question. Mm -hmm. They're mostly out of both. Um, is typically what happens. It's hard for them. Um, yeah, it's, um, if you're doing a time distortion, it's hard for you to be centered in your body. Like you'll be in your head typically. Yeah.
1: That makes sense. Yeah. You'll be spinning out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to, can you talk about what you just said? You're going to have a GFC mm-hmm. called the zero point of
0: yeah, centering into the zero point. Okay, okay. And the reason I'm giving that is it's very important. It's just like, so why do you care about centering in the zero point? Okay. When you're in the zero point, for those of you who have never watched this before, the zero point of space and time is really critical for you to feel stable, centered, to be able to hold your space. What does that even mean? And If you haven't watched this, and I've done a whole segment just on holding your space. It means keeping the space within the sphere of your spirit body clear, just for yourself, your higher self, pure source, nothing else coming in. Mm. It's really hard to hold your space if you're not in your center. It's just like a mess. You'll feel Mm -hmm. people can enter your space more Mm -hmm. when you're not in Mm -hmm. your, um, in not a good way. Um, you, it is really, if you're in the zero point of space and time, that's when you can start to access the infinite spirit, synchronicities, magic. And also that's the point that's the most powerful and most effective for co-creating your reality. Mm. That's why the zero point really matters. And, um, this GFC like you asked about is very specific because people were like well what if in the middle of my day yeah. and I'm like I know I'm feeling kind of crappy and I know because I've done this enough I'm like well, where I'm not in the zero okay I'm trying to get back in but it's not happening what the hell do I do yep so this GFC is very specific it's 15 to 20 minutes so I will have to see what happens where it's cleaning the distortion patterns that keep you from coming into the center mm-hmm. and the last Five to ten minutes will literally be just pulling you back into center. So you just listen to the five to minutes Oh,
1: click. Great. Yeah, because like, sometimes you only have five minutes. Five minutes.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Five And so I'm gonna try and keep it to five where it's just like yeah. vroom, right back in. Yeah. So you're like, okay, all right, I can listen to that five, five minutes. And you don't always need help, but sometimes you're just like, I just need a little, like yeah. a little extra help, a little yeah. extra momentum. So then you can listen to it five minutes, you're like, okay. So much better. Yeah. Now I can move forward with my day back in my center, which means that your whole day is going to change, by the way. Because now you're in that empowered space yeah. and not like floating around all over the place, scattered. You could, you and,
1: could have people do an experiment.
0: It'd yeah. like, go ahead and see, <laughs> see, try this, and then see what happens. It happens.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's totally. really helpful. Cool. Yeah. I'm excited so
0: that um, GFC is coming up. And um, if you don't catch it live, you can always catch it on replay, and it's just as effective.
1: And then the one after this, will be the, similar yeah
0: so the one after this will be clarifying most people who are beginning don't really know when they're out of space like they don't even know they're oh. out, out of the zero point of space they don't even know what that is okay so this will be helping to clarify for you what that is yeah. so that you're like oh okay you know what i mean like if you don't have the words yes. if you're always out of it then, then you'll you don't know, know
1: and then you can go, go. to that other no, one exactly talking. okay that's right. cool yeah okay anything else you want to add
0: here no i think that's it okay thanks karen thank you For those of you who are new, we're just about to start the GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down. Or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC, you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. If you happen to be listening to the audio version of this episode, please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay. Here we go. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for the foundation of the illusion. So the intention for this GFC, because it's introductory is to start to give you a sense of when you're not feeling so in your, center in terms of the spatial reference point of the zero point of space okay all right awareness around this is helpful so at least if you start to be aware of when you aren't in the zero point of space you can then take measures to bring yourself back into it so here we go becoming aware of your body and becoming aware of the back side of your body from your crown all the way down through the back of your neck through your back through your the back side of your hips your tailbone the back sides of your legs all the way down through your heels okay so the entire back side of your body Noticing the details, like any weight being borne by this part of the body, how much of your weight, if there is tension in this part of the body, what this part of the body is touching, all these little nuances to start to hone in to this part of the body. So the reason we become aware of the body is to help to begin to center you into the zero point of space. The more detailed you can become in your noticing, in the details of your body, the faster this process can become for you, which is why we do it. So now, please become aware of the soles of your feet. And as you become aware of the soles of your feet, becoming aware of all the different nuances, like the length of your arch, the space between your toes, the space between your toe pads and the balls of your feet, What the soles of your feet are touching lots of details that you can start to notice and explore good bringing your attention now please to your breath so please just notice your breath at first Without changing it, just notice it. Notice if you feel like you want to change it or that there needs to be a change to make it better. Then after a couple of breaths, allowing your breath to deepen. to become much, much slower, and to become more spherical. So for those of you who are newer, What that means is that most of the time when we notice our breath, if we're even noticing a direction associated with it, it's usually front or back. In this case, I'm asking you to please become aware of or imagine your breath expanding and contracting in all directions around you, spherically. We're cultivating spherical attention or spherical focus which we'll talk about, um, the importance of at some other time. Here we go. The Important thing to note is with spherical breath that you start to notice more than the linear it's important to start to cultivate this good now please become aware of your surroundings So becoming aware of the feeling of what is touching your skin. So it may be fabric of your clothing. It may be the texture of flooring material or upholstery or possibly even the air. There are many surfaces of your skin that are touching the air that too has a texture, a temperature, a movement. So noticing that and how different it is from whatever solid thing that your skin may be touching. And it's possible that your skin is touching other parts of your body. And so different skin surfaces. Mm-hmm. And now please blink your eyes open and become aware of the quality of the light. Maintaining a very soft focus. So you're not really looking at anything per se. You're simplest, simply noticing the quality of the light. And then when you're ready, you're going to please triangulate. So for those of you who are new, Triangulating simply means becoming aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you, and you're going to notice the distance between each inanimate object and you. So for example, if the bed is about eight feet away from you, you would notice the distance between the bed and you, and then you would feel the distance between the bed and you. And you would do the same thing for objects B and C. What those objects are is not important. What you are doing by triangulating is starting to refine your own sense of where you are in space. It just becomes um, more clear, more present for you, more in your focus. This is a very important tool. for getting you closer to the zero point of space and then ultimately of time in that crosshairs upon which the reality sits. Good. Becoming aware now, please, of your heart space in the center of your chest in your nipple line, breathing normally when you arrive here. And now we're all going to take a nice deep breath together, inhaling, holding your breath for a count of four. And whenever you have finished that four count, releasing your breath at the speed and the intensity that you prefer, holding your breath out, On the exhaled breath for a count of six and whenever you have completed that six count breathing normally so whilst we wait for the mastermind to coalesce or become coherent as you finish that one long breath please know that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level and that I often work in silence. So if you don't hear me, it's often because I'm working with very high frequencies. And if I make physical noise, it only drops the frequency resonance, which does not benefit you. And sometimes I do make physical sound. So you may hear me hum or yawn or exhale sharply, which is often how I release some of the heavier, stickier distortion patterns. Also, if I say something that resonates with you, it's likely a distortion pattern that you run. And if I say something that you really resist, it's likely a distortion pattern you run. So I invite you to remain open and to examine further. Keeping your attention in the heart space. And then dropping it down from the heart space all the way down to your belly button in a straight line. So you're just going to become aware of this front central line between the heart space and the belly button. Yeah, and now that the mastermind has coalesced, we're going to go ahead and ask ourselves the question, how can I become even more aware of my connection-only to pure source. And the question again, for those of you who are new, is how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel or become aware of the center of your body. And as you become aware of this space, becoming aware of a brilliance at its very, very center that you either see or feel, which starts to really brighten, intensify and expand because you have your attention on it. And it expands naturally out through all of your cells, through your organs, out through your bones, your muscles and flesh and out through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and the outer perimeter of your spirit body which is a sphere at arm's length all around you Please become very aware of the brilliance within the sphere. Yeah. And now please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm working on you at spirit level to increase your frequency resonance, irrespective of where it began. This is one of the most important things we do together. Because how high your frequency resonance is dictates Everything from how you perceive and what your reality looks like to how fast you can move on spirit level, how many distortions you can clear, and how quickly you can integrate. Dictates everything. Bringing your attention now, please, to your xiphoid process, which is right at the base of your sternum. So your sternum is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. Okay, so if you trace your finger right along the sternum all the way to its base, where it turns from bone to flesh, that fleshy point when you press on it is a little bit sensitive. That is your xiphoid process. Okay, so you're going to become aware of your xiphoid process and the midpoint of your solar plexus. So your solar plexus is between your belly button and the base of your sternum. So find the midpoint that way. So these two points are close together, but definitely different. You're just going to bring your attention to these two points. Okay. so part of the challenge is that for some of you, you're always off center. Okay, so you're just sort of scattered um, in the space around you. It's hard for you to focus, to remember, that type of thing. Okay, you get distracted super easily. Right, so I'm just going to help bring you back into the zero, just generally speaking. And you'll notice that even if it's for just a couple of seconds, you'll feel more grounded, centered, and at ease than what you do normally. Okay, so that means that you can sort of have that contrast. Now some of you are much more in your center, generally speaking. So I'm going to do the same thing for everyone. So you can just feel the difference. Okay, so you um, can know what it feels like to be really stable and centered within yourself. Excellent, yeah. Now bring your attention please from that midpoint of the solar plexus all the way up through the fr- the center of your body to your crown, okay, right at the top of your head there. Mm-hmm, yeah. So um, depending on the subgroup you're in, okay, so some of you do not like being centered in your body. Okay. It feels heavy to you or you associate it with trauma or um, feelings that you don't want to experience. Okay. So we're going to help you release that because that is going to keep you from coming into the center point of space. Some of you uh, tend to spin up into your minds a lot. Okay. Distracted mental chatter, lots and lots of thinking. Okay. About anything really, okay. Some of it negative, a lot of it negative, right? So we'll help you as well. Some of you tend to time distort, meaning you will um, spin up into your head in terms of worry or fear or regret, either those things pushing you into the future or the past. Okay, so there's a bunch of stuff happening here. Those are the biggest subgroups, just helping you release these distortions so you have an easier time of coming into the center, the zero point of space, or said differently, the center of the solar plexus and the body. and then what i'm going to do next is just heighten the discomfort of when you're not in the zero okay because most of you or not most a number of you aren't aware when you're not even in the zero point in space you can't tell you're so used to being scattered or time distorted or um not in the zero that you you can't tell so i'm just going to heighten the discomfort of when you're when you're not in the zero, so you can realize that it's uncomfortable and you don't want to be where you are, that you want to push yourself back into the zero. attention to the xiphoid process right underneath that sternum and in a straight line three inches to seven or seven centimeters straight down towards the belly button okay straight line just clearing out the pain body because your pain body has a memory of you before the frequency work was done which makes it much harder for you to integrate because you bump up against the memory of what you, or the version of you before. The work was done. It just takes a couple of seconds. Good. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my time and personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, It's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics.